Welcome back to this week's episode of Deep Fried Medicine. My name is Austin DeSavino. I, I am joined once again by my amazing co-host Dan Dankovic and Stephen Rudden. We are so excited to have you here. This is a special um, episode with the holidays coming up. We realize, you know, uh, there's a lot of holidays that are happening with the next couple of weeks. So we wanted to talk about traditions. So let's dive in. <laughs> Okay, so traditions. This is normally we don't really talk about the topics at all before we start recording, but I feel like we really didn't talk about um, a lot of stuff here. But Stephen, you did research as always, and uh, uh, I'm making the promise again to the to the devoted listener um, that these notes will be up on the website this week. They still are not. And that's on Troy DiSavino, the CEO. Shame on him. He's a terrible CEO. But as we always start these episodes, the first thing is like, okay, what the heck are we talking about here? And traditions. So what are we talking about? How are we introducing this? Steven, take us away. Um, <laughs> I said, I, you said I couldn't ask you questions, but I found a way to. Yeah, I guess. Well, tradition in the sense you brought this up. Um, we actually changed topics, uh, and then you brought this up. I thought that was great. Um, <laughs> oh, I seen some Steven Steven said a whole notes list about a completely different topic, and Austin just decided we were doing this. I, no, I didn't. I forgot. I forgot. I forgot he said that. I was like, what do you guys think about traditions? And you guys were like, yeah, that's a good idea. And then I looked back in the text, and I was like, wait, no, Stephen, you did – you did stuff. You did research. Yeah, but that's easy to push off the topic, and that's timeless. And especially with the holidays right now, traditions is great. So ultimately, good call. Um, a tradition defined is a belief or behavior that's passed down within a group or society that usually has a symbolic meaning or um, special significance with origins in the past. So it's not, you know, an isolated act. It's um, a behavior or act that is passed down through generations. And that's what will make it a tradition as apart from a behavior. Okay. And in the light of deep fried medicine, can there be a bad side? Cause tradition you hear, it's like, Oh, it sounds good. You know, putting uh, cookies out for Santa Claus or um, you know, uh, eating apple pie and shooting explosives in the air to scare local dogs like those all sound like really good things are the, is there such a thing as bad traditions i guess they would have to i never really thought didn't really look into the negative of anything but i guess depending on what the tradition is of course if i know there has to be something maybe in like west virginia or whatnot if you know a dog if a neighbor's dog walks on your property it's going to get shot I mean, that wouldn't necessarily be, you know, a, a good tradition to have. Well, I think that, you know, something like the tradition of keeping the Confederacy alive in the South oh. might be uh, not a not a great one, I guess, depending on who you ask. But yeah. uh, I think uh, pretty majorly, you know, I think uh, people would see that one as a, as a not good tradition. But 
There's definitely definitely negative traditions. I think we're going to focus more on positive ones, though, uh, tonight. That's right. Yeah, and of course, yeah, if you go back, you know, far enough in time, that uh, there will be like the negative ones, whether it be honor killings or, you know, let me not write the vote, but um, you know, I'll align with Dan 100. percent God bless the Confederacy. <laughs> no, we and that's how we get canceled. We do not support uh, Confederate flags or any ideologies of the Confederacy. Um, and sure. yeah, and like I can think of some traditions that I've heard from around the world, like um, uh, genitalia um, mutilation and and things like that, and um, like all bad things. But but I think for <laughs> we really took it a kind of uh, bad there so i'm gonna blame that on uh, i thought this whole episode is gonna be like christmas traditions and and we're we're like (laughs) yeah so why did you why did you bring up all this bad stuff steven why did you even start talking about the bad side of it did someone ask you about it there's gonna be no questions this episode (laughs) yeah i guess that's where my mind just naturally goes the, this this podcast is going to last as long as Steven can take my scatterbrain because Steven I feel like you're like you you're so well put together with your notes and your thoughts and you you know you always make sure like I get to listen to us right when I'm editing so I get to pick up on everyone's cadences and like Steven you take the time to really think about what you're going to say and I'm like well, what about this? What about that? So this podcast is only going to last as long until you fucking just lose yeah, it. You're like, I can't do this tolerance. anymore. Yeah, that tolerance. Last week, the last episode, it was just like, why did I even propose segments? <laughs> but your your notes, and maybe we're having like a show meeting right now, but your notes, they, like, I read them and I love reading them. But then I think of all of these questions based off of the notes, but that's my fault because I should be like putting those notes or those questions in the notes like a couple days before we record not in the moment but then we get good reactions <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say authenticity so yeah um but I, i'm excited to talk about traditions because they're like i've actually been thinking about this this week and i want to go into more about like where traditions stem from and why we hold them important and why they are important or maybe like why we're assigning importance to them or what happens when traditions are lost. Uh, I've been thinking about this a lot lately and I'm really excited to dive into it. So uh, normally we do a long uh, definition intro segment, but do you guys have anything to add about uh, traditions before we dive into the, the real meat of what we're talking about? No, Dan. No, I'm excited to get into it. Let's do it. Yeah, can't wait. Do it. Okay, so traditions. Uh, I think there's a lot that we can examine here, and I think there's a lot to talk about. Um, I think the first thing that I think about with traditions is going back to childhood, right? That's where we learn a lot of traditions. Um, that's why I learned a lot of my traditions. And I think the reason that I've been thinking about this topic so much over this week is that just for me personally, over the last couple of years, um, a lot of my childhood has, uh, changed. A lot of things that were constant in my childhood have, have, have changed. Right. So I'm getting older. I'm 29 years old, so I'm not a geezer or anything like that, but I'm more removed from childhood than I've ever been. Um, but my parents split and they sold our family home. And once they sold the home, they were living in two different places. 
And a lot of our traditions revolved around the homestead. And it's been a year and a half now. And birthdays are different. I mean, with COVID, birthdays were different no matter what. But um, last year, the holidays were different for the first time. Normally, what we did on the holidays didn't happen. Um, you know, Thanksgiving didn't happen. And I'm, we're moving into my wife and I trying to start some traditions here. But a lot of what I had as a child was not... Uh, I was not able to replicate that. So I was really feeling that loss of tradition over the past you know, year. And I'm starting to feel it again um, as we come into the holidays. And I just think it's interesting because I never like I never thought about it. Right. So it was like I just took for granted like, oh, yeah, on Christmas Eve, we actually we used to go to Chili's and get Chili's on Christmas Eve because one of one of the brothers was working. Um, but before that, we used to do like homemade ravioli. And, um, you know, on Thanksgiving, like my grandmother would come to town, like all that is different now. So I don't know where to throw that, but I just think it's interesting. I'm feeling more the loss of traditions and I'm, ex I'm excited to start some new ones, but I'm definitely feeling that, that loss. I don't know if you guys have experienced that. Nope. I think, uh, <laughs> 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 no, I, I think like I'm kind of like in the opposite realm with that, where uh, I feel like I'm gaining a lot more traditions, uh, at least this year. I mean, I mean, with 2020 being, pretty shitty like uh like i got married this year like it, it wasn't you know a terrible <laughs> year uh it, except for the pandemic so like i feel like a lot of like things are happening which like are leading to new traditions for me um i mean that being said i feel like with my family like we didn't have a whole lot of traditions quote unquote uh except for like where we celebrated like each holiday like Christmas was always at our house like my parents house Thanksgiving was at my aunt and uncle's like that sort of thing tradition wise um other than that like our only other tradition like in our family was whenever it was someone's birthday uh the tradition was to sing when when we sang happy birthday everyone sang it uh as poorly and out of tune as possible and everyone would start at different times so like <laughs> happy birthday is supposed to be like you know whatever a minute long it would just end up being like two minutes because everyone would start in random places and stop and like it's like like that's like the only like fun tradition that's like you know kind of like unique that like my family did whereas like jess and i who's um um for our polish listeners that is my wife uh and you know we're just being married this year trying to start new traditions that we you know we want to involve friends and family and like pass down The thing that's been popping in my mind is I'm in a new home, but this isn't the first holidays that I spent with my my wife um, or my brother-in-law, even for that matter, or my dog. How many how many years in a row before it's a tradition? Like what what's the difference between something that you like doing one time and you want to do again, or is it three? Is three? Yeah, I think I was gonna say I think three is a good number. See, even shaking his head. What what do you think? See, no, I think it's the significance of it. I think whatever you the feeling that it invokes. If you like it that much, then oh, we're it's gonna be a new tradition. Yeah. So yeah, I think. Ultimately, ahead, I think you only need two. And Dan, I didn't mean to laugh at you before. I, no, know, no, no. I, know, I know this is not what you meant, but you said 2020 was a shitty year. I got yeah, married. I got married. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was the best way to word that. But yeah. <laughs> so that's, that caught me off guard. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. 2020 being pretty shit. Like I got married this year. Yeah, burst out in laughter. But yeah, if it's something important enough and it's something that you enjoy enough, as soon as you do it, 
want to become a tradition. Well, I guess ultimately you would need, you know, the second time for it to be yeah. a tradition, but I, I can see. So I, I, I didn't even, th- I didn't even think of this and you just made me think of something. So my wife and I got married in 2019, which was for me personally, like one of my shittiest years. Um, and getting married was probably the best thing. I, it is one of the best things that's ever happened to me. So it was a nice shining light in there. But um, the day after we got married, we had to go pick up all of our stuff from the venue. So like all the leftover booze um, and like some of the stuff, because we like supplied a lot of the decorations, like we made them. So we had to go load up our car and like shout out Lucas and Esther for helping us. Because if they didn't, we didn't think we would need their help. Anyway, fast forward. It was like, you know, uh, one in the afternoon, we're both starving and we stopped at a McDonald's up in uh, Sparta, New Jersey. And we just like stuffed our face with this McDonald's in the, in the car. And uh, we were like, this should be our tradition. Like every anniversary, we should like go just get shitty fast food and eat until we don't feel good. And we did it again this year. And like, like we determined that it was a tradition, like right then and there. And um, I didn't even think about that. So I, I guess, yeah, it is the significance or the, the emotional connection you can pour into it. Akin to that, Jess and I, every Valentine's Day, because she hates Valentine's Day. She's not a fan. And like, I, you know, for me, it's whatever. But every Valentine's Day, all we do is we get Taco Bell. Nice. And we just pig out on like a, a party pack and yeah. watch a movie. And that's, that's like our Valentine's Day. What is your go-to Taco Bell order? Because I, Stephen, you like Taco Bell too, right? We talked about this. No, no, you don't. All right, can I? I Taco Bell. Can I remove <laughs> him from the meeting? My go-to Taco Bell order, I feel like varies a lot because, like, when I go, I just see the new things they have, and I'm like, that sounds pretty good, but it all just tastes like. Taco Bell anyway, but usually <laughs> it involves at least a Doritos okay. Locos taco. Okay. And then um I don't know if I think it might have been on the list of things they got uh got rid of because I haven't been there in a while. Don't bring it up. Uh, but the steak caseritos were fucking amazing. And I always they were cheap. They were like a dollar fifty or whatever. And I would get one of those and the Doritos Locos on my way home from work because it was on my way home from the train station and i'd be like man i'll just get a little snack oh yeah and it was so unhealthy and so good and so so what you okay a question on that i i, I didn't think i was gonna have questions one i oh. I, I appreciate your your taco bell go-to i am a man of i always have to get the cheesy gordita crunch like since that came into my life it has changed me for a better man. I remember the first time I had it, I was in LBI. I was like eight years old. I tried it. I became a man that day. The first time I was ever fully erect was when I had that. And, um, but like, what's the difference between getting a same order and a tradition? Is it that emotional connection? Is that what it is? Is, is that what tradition is? Is that, is tradition just applying uh, emotional uh, feelings and expectations to a repeated activity? I, or is it different? Yeah, no, I guess it could be. Tradition come do come the potential for traditions to come in any type and sizes or any type of food group is applicable. <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna say if that's if that meant that much to you, then yeah, oh I'm gonna get it every single time. Boom, you just made a tradition. So and I think like one of the other things that I was thinking a lot about is the 
importance of traditions because like some traditions seem kind of silly right so like every time um i go to an iron pigs game i gotta i gotta get like the candied pecans that they have because they're really good but like to me it's like i gotta go because my dad really likes them and even if when he's not there i do it it makes me think of my dad and you know who's who's still still with us i don't want to sound any other way but um (laughs) But shout, like, out Gary. shout out to Gary. Yeah, shout out to Gary. Dizzy. The hairiest man you'll ever meet. He wears a I remember, I remember when he came to floorball and I said, Hey, Mr. Dispino. He's like, Just call me Gary. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, he's a good dude. But like, one of the things I was thinking about is um, so Relay for Life, right? So I, I work for the American Cancer Society. I love, my, I love my job there. I love what I do. I get to work with amazing volunteers. I get to work with a lot of different things. But this year for like the first time since Relay for Life or Making Strides or like some of these events were created, they didn't happen. And the events that I work on in the community development field um, are like your Relay for Life event, your Making Strides event. And during those events, there's a really strong aspect of survivor recognition, survivor um, uh, uh, gratitude, uh, survivor honoring and caregiver. And every year a relay kicks off with a survivor lap. And like, I cry, I've been to like over 50 relay for lives in the, in the past, like three years. Um, and I've been there a little bit longer, but I cry every single time. And like, to me, that's a tradition. I'm not a survivor. I don't usually, cause I'm at a different event. I don't usually have a survivor that I know walking in the lap, but a lot of people interact with that. And this year that was lost. And I'm, I'm really interested to see what it's going to look like next year. I don't know if we're going to be able to have relays, but I think losing that tradition is, is really can really affect. And like, I've talked to some people and they, they, it's like, I, I didn't go to relay this year. I didn't get my survivor medal. And like, I didn't get to walk around the track and like, that's my cancer birthday. And I think losing traditions. And like, I've felt that with some of the holiday traditions and stuff, but it can, it can really affect you for sure. I definitely think the the weight of certain traditions is like important to talk about too because uh, the weight of a cancer survivor being unable to go to this event they go to every year to uh, essentially celebrate their life you know is a lot bigger than you know uh, you know my my example of my family singing happy birthday poorly like if 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 we don't sing happy birthday poorly it's not a big deal to me where I don't think anyone in my family but you know, something like that. It's it's really interesting to how we um, how we wait uh, uh, or uh, give a, a significance, I should say, to these different. Um, uh, uh, oh my God, <laughs> I can't think of the word. Uh, these different you know activities that we do, and you know what 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 might be insignificant to us could be like the biggest thing in the world to someone else and i think it's like maybe something we you know kind of dive into uh you know talking about that steven you you looked like you had a reaction not to put you on the spot no, it's Go literally ahead. Just, yeah exactly what dan said you never know what's going to mean something to somebody and especially that something as far as cancer survivors it's such a part of their identity and to have that you know yearly gathering to not have that i couldn't imagine how they would feel just yeah. 
not creating the positive memories or just not being able to reconnect with the people that have gone through something like that as well. So, I think that that's such a, it, it's like, I felt it this year. Like I've been working on, like, I'm not a cancer survivor, so I'm not walking in these, but and like you, like I love Relay for Life. So if there's anyone listening that I've worked with at ACS, what I'm about to say, don't don't take the wrong way. Like there's a lot of stress associated with these events, right? So it's a lot of buildup. It's a lot of work behind it. So sometimes it can really become uh, grinding in a sense, not in a bad way. It's just work. Like work, work is work. Um, but being able to go and get that refresher before going into the summer, because like you go to all these relays and like you're filling up on all that good stuff. And that's what I always like talk to my team about is like when you go to these events, like we have so much bad stuff in all of our lives that we deal with, like fill up on the good stuff to carry you through the bad stuff. Like I felt it this year. It was the spring. It was the summer. And I was like outside at night. I'm like, man, I should be at a relay for life right now. And I like could feel it and I could feel it affecting me. And like Dan, both Dan and Steve, Stephen, what you're saying and Stephen, what you wrote down here, I think it's really interesting. You just wrote celebrate history. And I think traditions is that, right? It's enacting the celebration of history, even if it's getting McDonald's uh, in your car and feeling like crap 30 minutes later, or if it's singing the song out of order like you're celebrating the history of doing that with those people and it's also a way to honor those people when they're when they're not able to be doing that with you as well um and i think traditions just tie it's like that that movie coco i don't know if you guys ever saw coco by disney i, I love that oh, Did I? Needs, oh yes yeah. Yeah. okay noted tears every time yeah. it's Can't what wait. a great movie I think it's important to also distinguish between what is a tradition and what is a habit. Um, you know, whereas, uh, or, you know, even habit, like going farther as like an addiction, um, like Austin, you were saying, is going to Taco Bell and giving, getting the same order every time a tradition. Uh, I would say no. That's probably a habit. And depending on the frequency that you go to Taco Bell and get that order, possibly an addiction. I don't know why you got uh, to that. <laughs> but I mean, if there, I feel like it's important to set, is there an event or occasion uh, connected to, uh, to a habit that makes it a tradition? Um, are I you going, be, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Would it be the involvement of another person? Because I thought like habit was more individual. Like if one person does it. Yeah, maybe habit's not the correct word that I'm I'm trying to say. I just can't find a better word for it. Yeah. Oh, um, but I think maybe uh, you know, going if you're going to if you and your partner are going to Taco Bell every Friday, let's say. I, f I think that is a tradition. You go, that's what you do on your Friday nights is a celebration of like the end of your work week as you go to to Taco Bell. Uh, but if you go to Taco Bell every day, yeah, I don't really. That's not really a tradition. Like yeah. it's that's yeah. a habit. Two Taco Bell, gotta go. Yeah, like you know, it's like. <laughs> uh, like when we would go to Dunkin' Donuts, like almost every day at like two o'clock. When we, when we worked together. Well, yeah, that wasn't that was that was neither habitual or uh, a tradition. That was event. I feel. Yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, that was therapy. Crazy. Yeah, 
It was, yeah, it was therapy. Those drives over there it was like, you know, we were, it was like 15 minutes total as if it was like, if we went to the bathroom for a little bit or did a lap around the building, but it was like just getting that, getting this stuff out. And I, I think Steven, you brought up a good point. I think you can have traditions um, by yourself. I think you can. Um, like, I, I don't know if they have the same impact. I don't, or not impact. That's not the right word, but weight. Cause we've talked about weight. Um, but I do think like what you're saying, like, having other people involved is, is a big, is a big aspect. Like I know like a dumb tradition that, that my, my wife and I have is like the, Oh, you married? I am. I am married. Yeah. It's, it was great during, during a shitty year. Um, but like when it, when it snows, we get not like every time it snows, but like when it snows enough to go outside and shovel, we get, we get Chinese food. I don't know why. I don't know why, but that's what we do. We get Chinese food whenever it snows. I don't think I'm gonna be able to get it, uh, tomorrow because it's going to be 12 feet of snow uh or 12 inches of snow but we'll see we'll see i'm dude i'm hoping and i and i realize i'm talking to someone that needs to travel um as an essential worker but i'm hoping far from far from my friend uh i'm on call tomorrow and i'm not looking forward to it (laughs) wow yeah how does that oh no i was just gonna say it's like it's probably gonna be a lot of like 287 accidents fucking yeah. not look forward to it oh you have 287 running through your oh. yeah where our our fire department's like a mile from 287 all right i'll be i'll be thinking fun, about you fun <clears throat> both of you guys but okay so that that i have i have a question on that Tra- can traditions exist if the same people aren't doing them like if you look at um uh, Notre Dame football when they run out they all hit the sign or something like that Clemson they run down the hill um, like in sports situations I'm sure like in your fire department Dan there might even be stuff that you guys and and women do that you don't know where it started from but you do it every year or something like that and you don't even know where it comes from yeah I definitely think there's like uh, even if you don't know the origins like I mean Christ, look at religion. I mean, re- religion is nothing but traditions. Like, and like, Christ, you know, look at religion. Don't, don't even get me started on religion, but no, no, don't even, but but don't it's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, like something like, um, you know, for example, just like Catholicism. It's just all tradition, and you know, based on, uh, you know, around the Bible, and things happen every single year on specific days. And are celebrated, you know, Christmas, Easter, whatever, and those are traditions. We, you know, we call them holidays, but people go to church. They, you know, they celebrate the same way every year. Yeah, I would definitely call those traditions. Uh, one time, so you actually just answered. Not I'm going to cut you off, Austin, but you actually just answered one of my questions that I had in the notes. Is that our cultural holidays traditions? Yes, they have to be. Cultural. Oh, yeah, I would definitely, I would definitely yeah. say, and so Black, are, Black Friday is a tradition. Oh, touche, touche. Uh, so, like, I yes, but I wouldn't consider it a holiday. I think Black Friday for some people. You're gonna make is, me stand up. That that is. I think the- Black Black Friday for some people is absolutely a tradition. The Black Friday for families or uh, you know different people who say we're going to have, and I know a lot of you know most a lot of stores don't open on Thanksgiving anymore which i'm very thankful for i don't think anyone should have to work on thanksgiving uh, in the u.s uh but i know 
a lot of people's traditions were to uh, eat Thanksgiving dinner, have their pie, and then immediately go out and start waiting in line. And like that was a tradition every single year they did that. Like that's as as shitty as I think Black Friday is, and like you know the activities that uh, manage to go on that we see on World Star every year. Like it's it's absolutely a tradition. Yeah, I mean. I did partake in Black Friday for many years. I always would like to say I did not do it that way, where it was like immediately leave Thanksgiving to go stand in line. Um, we usually did it at the end of the night when we were bored and it was like, let's go people watch uh, crazy people yell at each other in Phillipsburg, New Jersey. Um, Cause that's what, that's what we'd like to like, what else is there to do around here? <clears throat> but yeah, I mean like you, you, Dan, both you and Steven bring up a really good, point around it because to some people it is a tradition to some people it's not so traditions are you know obviously different to everyone but it's interesting to see there's um like when we approach christmas there are some people that don't observe christmas but on december 25th they get chinese food every single year or they do something else who knows who knows what it is um but it's, it's just interesting to see how it transcends different different things well, here, I have a question for you guys. Maybe we can answer it if there is one. Is there a universal tradition that everyone follows? It might not be at the same time, but is there is there a tradition that everyone in the world has that uh, has together? Losing someone? Yeah. A funeral? Is that is that tradition? I don't know. I feel like a tradition has to happen. See, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count that. Tradition. It's like, it's, I guess having, you know what, the cultural part of it, yes, of actually having a funeral. And it's a good question. Yeah, I think that's, I think that, I, you know, I, I would accept that as an answer for sure. I'm trying I to think of something. I can't think of, 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 uh, a universal because like you think about what everyone has right birthdays but everyone celebrates birthdays different uh birth death um i, I mean i got one couldn't you say like eating together is tradition taxes taxes no no i think eating uh, together is a fantastic one i think that is a great uh you know every culture in the world since the beginning of time you know, in not even just our species, you know, it has eaten together. And I'm saying that as someone who knows every species who have ever walked the planet Earth. Coming together. Um, no, I, uh, but no, I think that's a great one. Um, you... Eating, coming together for a meal, I think is a, a really good one, especially for, um, you know, modern day. Everyone can relate to coming together to eat. Um, might maybe not every day, but I think that's you know on specific occasions. I think it's a really good one. I mean, it makes sense. I don't know. Um, I don't know if we lost Stephen or not. No, I'm here. Okay, Stephen, you you wrote something that I think is really interesting in the notes, and I want to. Uh, I don't want to jump ahead. Stephen, is there a a tradition that you really really look forward to, or that is like stands out to you? No, I honestly we. Kind of lost a lot of our tradition, a lot of my traditions. Um, 
get a little bit of me. My mother passed away in 2012, and she was really the main one that upheld all those traditions and whatnot. Now my father and I, we don't even get Christmas tree anymore. And oh, wow. oh yeah, a lot of them we just lost. I don't know. I guess she was the one that really, you know, held up all of that. And like Sunday dinners at grandmother's. My grandmother has passed away years ago now, but like we lost them all. Like every day I'm off or on Tuesdays and Thursdays, as we know, like what my father and I will go get pizza or Chinese. But now, like Dan was saying before Christmas or holidays, it's just geographic wherever we go, but we don't have a specific like traditions anymore. Do you guys think um, having traditions is important? Uh, um, maybe the people that you grew up with to just remember that you're your ancestors. Remember um, who you are culturally or what makes your family your family. What did you do together? So I think it is important, but I know, unfortunately, through experience that you can lose its luster. And um, yeah, I guess part of its work. Pardon me? Steven, do you mind if I, um, if this question isn't insensitive, just tell me. Dude, you do this every week. Just ask the question, please. I know, but <laughs> so why, why did you stop those traditions? I know you said that it was your, your mother that was the main driver. Um, but if I may, may I ask why, why you stopped some of those things? Because to me, like not having a Christmas tree, I don't, I, 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 I would, I'd hate that. And um you know, I'm sure there's a lot deeper things, but would you be comfortable sharing as to why? Yeah, uh, well, we lost my mother in October, and uh, naturally it was only two months later. We ne weren't necessarily in the mood to celebrate that one Christmas, and then um, that was back in 2012, and the very next year, he was like, you want to get a tree this year? I was like, not really, and we just exchanged, you know, a couple of gifts, but other than that, I guess it really wasn't anything. And again, it was just from losing that family that we had. We didn't have my grandmother's house to go to or whatnot. And we still lived an hour away. And without my grandmother there, it was like the glue to hold everyone together, whether it be uncles and aunts and whatnot. Everybody just kind of drifted their own part, whether they moved out of the state or, it just, you know, life happened. So we just kind of grew out of them, unfortunately. Do, do you think in a way like i want i appreciate you sharing this this um with us and, and with everyone listening do you think yeah, from from know. what from what you're saying like the next year your your father was like do you want to get a tree and you're like no 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 and you guys have kind of not done that in, in a way is that like honoring your your mom because that was she was the one that did it and it's like well if she's not here we're not gonna do I it without her Yes, and it's, um, I don't know if honoring would be the right word, but it just, it wouldn't be the same without her and maybe not getting a tree made it easier to get through. Naturally, anybody who's lost anybody knows the holidays are the hardest times, but, and yeah, I never really, you know, tried to formulate it into um, bullet points, but maybe that was just a way for us to make it easier now. I mean, being eight yeah. years later, we don't even ask anymore. Yeah. It's just the, oh yeah, no, we're not getting a tree. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I think that's I, I you know, I just appreciate I appreciate you sharing and, and opening up. And <clears throat> is there do you think there's anything that stemmed from that loss with your father that are new traditions that you didn't have? And I know you said maybe going like 
get Chinese and get pizza, but I, I know you go down the shore every year with you and your dad and your cousins. Is that a new thing or did that continue on? Oh, no, that uh, continued on. That stopped for a couple of years after my grandmother went and then a couple of years, uh, grandmother went, I say that so bruntly, as soon as my, my grandmother passed away, uh, we stopped going for a couple of years. And then I think two or three years after my mother passed when my father met somebody in a bereavement group. He was like, hey, yeah, let's go down to Cape May and let's start off the tradition again. So that was great. Oh, yeah, so vacations would be a universal tradition as well. Like everybody, you know, takes trips, I would think. But, you know, I would, hopefully. Interesting. So, yeah, I mean, a couple of them, I mean, naturally, 2020 this year, we really couldn't uphold anything as far as traveling or even to holiday celebrations. But otherwise, yeah, no. I, I I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing and yeah yeah. Yeah, but I do I do I do appreciate you. You're my friend. I'm happy I care too. about you. I'm happy too. Yeah, back at you, brother. But anytime. That's what we're doing this for. What traditions are are tied more to the person than to the act? And yeah. I think, Ooh. you know, yeah. um, like if if like tragedy happened and um. I no longer had my wife. Would I still go get McDonald's on my anniversary? I don't think I would be able to. I think uh, I would like, I don't know. I, I don't think I would survive without her, but um, I don't think I'd be able to. So like our traditions tied more to people or to acts, or is it a mixture of both or does it depend? And it has to be a mixture of both. It has to be subjective for the individual, um, depending on what the tradition was, depending on who was involved. Actually, some traditions are going to be fast, are going to happen regardless of, you know, participants, but yeah, it's going to be based on the person and it can't be, and that would be more of like a family habit. In that sense, okay. it depends more on the people rather than like a cultural tradition, like the day of the dead is going to happen no matter what. Are there traditions that you always heard about that you always wanted, but you never had? Like can uh, you want someone question. else's tradition? That comes in, that arises the danger of cultural appropriation. Okay. Talk, talk more about that because I think cultural nope. appropriation, <laughs> like the Cleveland Indians just, uh, you know, changed their name this week. And I think cultural appropriation is right. It's using someone else's culture without respect or without proper um, permission to do so. Yeah. Right. Yep. So can you appropriate a tradition? Cause I've done that what my family has done that. Like we, um, I remember being in like third, second or third grade and someone in class talked about reindeer food around Christmas. And when I learned about this, I was like, yo, we need to fucking do this. And I went home and told my parents, basically it was like the tradition was mixing glitter with oatmeal, like dry oats and spreading it around your house so that the deer would not only smell the oats, but they would see the glitter, the reindeer, so that Santa could find your home. And um, like, I was fucking hyped about it. And I'm not gonna lie, like, it was this awkward tradition that we did into, like, I was like, until my parents moved out of that house, like we were adults and we still went outside. It turned into fighting with it. Like we would throw it at each other. That's what it turned into. Um, That's great. But like, I heard about it and I was like, y'all, we're doing that. We are doing that. I think definitely there is um, 
cultural appropriation and a lot of um at least here in the u.s there's like <laughs> in a lot of like the holiday based um uh, traditions like you know like i don't know i can't imagine you guys didn't have the same experience in public school of during thanksgiving making uh native american costumes and headdresses and stuff like that and it's like oh yeah i mean like it's like yeah they were involved but not in the way like you're teaching us when you get older you're kind of like oh uh (laughs) like maybe i wasn't like my bad yeah yeah like it's you know I think there's a lot of that with like uh, like American history and the different um, traditions that come from um, come from just I mean even just just that and like why we do things and I think a, like a lot of times there's things that get lost from history about like how those traditions started and traditions today that might seem innocent like have a history that are is not so. Uh, now, why do you think that uh, is? Do you think that's so because that makes it easier to be taught in schools? I think that has a part of it. I, I think, you know, having Thanksgiving being, I think it's easier to teach elementary school kids that everyone was pilgrims great. and Native Americans got along and um, we didn't no. hand them smallpox blankets and <laughs> ravage their people. I mean, that's a, a tough thing to teach kids. There's a lot. I feel like at that age, it's anything you can teach them with the least amount of questions is probably for the best. And imagine that Thanksgiving. Say, imagine that Thanksgiving play. Like Timmy, your smallpox victim one. Yeah. Janine, your smallpox victim two. Couldn't you say that we just appropriated Thanksgiving from the Native Americans because they taught us how to harvest and come together? And we're like, yo, we like this. We're gonna do this every year, and we're gonna decimate <laughs> your population. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like technically that's like it's like a celebration of a quote unquote event that happened, but like, yeah, I mean, it's morphed, right? Like it's turned. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and I mean, a lot of I think a lot of holidays have done that um, in the U.S. I mean, it's you know, Fourth of July, like even it's like so wrapped in patriotism that you know there's. A lot of american history that goes not uh not unnoticed but that flag on fourth of july yeah i mean there's just like a lot of you know blind flag trust i guess is a a a phrase um what was that steven it is now yeah it it is and uh one of the things that that you guys kind of got me thinking about is uh getting back into old traditions so i'm not a deeply religious person at all um and uh i'd like to think i have a, a my relationship with with the god that that i believe in i don't know um specifically like what level of catholicism i'm i'm into um but like oh, like since last year since um not having the, the the childhood home to go to having parents in different places like i have been thinking a lot this year about like man i kind of wish i could just go to midnight mass and go watch like some weird little um, reenactment of Jesus being born. Not because it's like, oh, I, I want to do that out of the the act of going to do that. It's just like that tra- that used to be a tradition. We used to do that. And that was that was not connected to the home. And that's how I did feel Christmas time coming around was going to that midnight mass and also going to that 
the play. But I, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up. I want to put Lucas DiSavino on blast. We used to do Sunday school. And every uh, Christmas time, they did like a party for all the, you know, the little kids to get them hopped up on sugar and then put them in mass. And then the sisters and nuns would yell at us when we acted up. But uh, this one time at St. Edward's in uh, Milford, it was held in like a rec, it's like a rec center. And uh, during the Christmas party, Lucas and I were there sitting next to each other, like on the altar, like sitting on the altar with our food. And Lucas DiSavino spilled an entire solo cup of orange soda on the altar and we just walked right away i don't know if i'm going to hell for that or if he's going to hell for that i don't know how jesus feels oh about orange soda or mary or joseph or any of them that, jesus loves orange soda. <laughs> soda that brings up a uh christmas tradition that i forgot about um about why i get socks as a present every year yeah, for Christmas, and it was because um, socks and so socks and underwear, and it was because uh, when I was younger, like five, six, probably, <laughs> I was in gymnastics class, and they did like a a, a um, some sort of gift giving thing. I don't remember what exactly it was, but uh, I got a pack of play doh. Fun, whatever. I'm six. And I walked out, I walked out into it, the group, the whole group of parents starting to pick up their children, were excited to see their faces of these kids who just got presents, and I hold up the Play-Doh, and I go, this is the worst present I've ever gotten. <laughs> and my mom was so embarrassed, and she, like... That was like the day she installed in me, like, I don't care if you get socks and underwear, you say thank you and you smile. <laughs> like, so every year after that, as part of my presence, I got socks and underwear. It is. <laughs> That's funny. That's, That's a, a great story. story. That is a great story. Yeah, you did that young. Austin, did you ever freak out uh, over a gift? I um, did. I, I got one. Like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. It wasn't, I don't even remember what they were. It wasn't connects. I was big into connects at the time, but they were like the knockoff connects that my uncle got me. And I opened shit up. I'm like, what the fuck? Now I'm in my living room and whatnot. And fam- this is my birthday, you know, um, right uh, by Christmas. So everyone's over 20 people. I'm like, what the heck is this? I didn't say heck. And I picked it up and I threw it on the ground and I crossed my arms. I must have been like eight. You were 24? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's oh man, that's so dude. Kids are so funny with that. I did that um, one time and I got I got dressed down by my uncle. Like he like <laughs> he like so um it was like my uh 11th or 12th birthday, and we were at my aunt and uncle's house. And what we used to do, because my brothers and I all have birthdays within like 30 days of each other. Mm-hmm. So we'd go to my aunt and uncle's and we would just do one birthday party for all three of us. And my grandfather was there and he and his um I don't know if she was his wife at the time or girlfriend got us Pokemon cards that got the us best. like special Pokemon cards, not packs like, 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 Oh shit. Buy. and like, it was like a couple years after Pokemon was popular. And I was like, I opened it and like, Oh, I shut, like I shudder thinking about this. I was like, Oh, I don't really collect these anymore. So I'm going to give this to Lucas, like in front of everyone. 
And um, like, I was young enough to know that it was kind of wrong, but not old enough to be like, don't fucking do that, you idiot. And my uncle took me in the basement. He was like, you just told your grandfather, like, fuck you. How do you feel about that? Would you say fuck you to your grandfather? Do you really want to do that? You need to go apologize to him right now. That was the rudest thing. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I just did it. I did it. I don't collect Pokemon cards. Mm -hmm. And like, I learned right then and there, like, no matter what you get, you say thank you thank you because it's it's the act of giving it's not the gift right and you grimace over it still to this day right worst thing i feel it in like my back and my chest like that's how it feels for those of you that can't see me that's how it feels To move into the the deep frying of the medicine part, I think this is more of an abstract topic that we we approach. But the the one thing that um, I've been thinking a lot as we've been having this conversation and moving forward, and I'm applying my own biases here and my own experiences, but that's all I can do. I'm I'm a human. Um, Is to me, like thinking about tradition and and like what the the question that we want to ask at the end of every episode is like, okay, what am I going to do different now? What have I learned? What do I want to try to work on? What do I want to focus on? Like to me, like really until this week, like I didn't realize how uh, much uh, not having those traditions that I, I looked forward to every year was affecting me. So in terms of the medicine, I think traditions, one, don't, you know, don't take them for granted. And two, like fight for them and, and pursue them and value them and seek them out because like everything Stephen you wrote and Dan and Stephen we all talked about, traditions are not just things that you do. It's the emotions that you tie to them. It could be honoring someone. It could be coming together um, once a year, but it's your tradition to do so. I think they're really important. And again, this is my own personal opinion, but I, I they are something that you should fight for, that you should value. And that you should seek out and it's okay. It's okay to break tradition um, as long as you're okay with it. And if you do have to break tradition or lose tradition, like try to start new traditions or try to seek the emotions that you're, that you're looking for, the people that you're looking for. So if you can't get together, like just cause I can't get together with my mom, dad, and my child at home, doesn't mean I'm not going to try to spend time with them over the holidays. Um, but I think traditions are just really important to, to milestones throughout the year, but also just as our, as our emotions swing throughout the year too. So I don't know what you, what, how you guys feel about everything. We'll go alphabetically, Dan, you want to take it first? (laughs) Yeah, sure. No, I definitely think like the deep fried medicine part of this is um, um, while everyone weights their traditions uh, differently, I think it's important for everyone to have um, some sort of tradition, whether it's just something to look forward to, or um, just just something that like makes you comfortable in a situation or at that time of year. Um, I think it's important for everyone to have some sort of tradition. And um, uh, I think it's, it, you know, this topic, like you said, was very abstract. And, I th- you know, it's definitely not like the other episodes. Um, this is a little bit more free flowing, I feel like. And um, the way we were talking about things and the stories we were telling. And, uh, but yeah, I think, I think definitely, um, you know, the, the one thing that we should take from this is traditions are good and bad. 
Um, but you should try to really have something in your life to look forward to, um, um, that you can, that you can rely on and, and do every year. Um, Austin, I got to touch on what you said about not taking it for granted. Um, no matter how ridiculous you think it is, you will miss it when you no longer do it. So if you're lucky to have any traditions that you're doing or, um, able to partake in now, um, don't take it for granted as much as you may hate it. You'll miss it one day. And Dan, what you said, create to have tradition because it's something that you have to look forward to. Like bless you, um, 2019, Austin, your bachelor party and then Wildwood and then your wedding, those events like got me through like this workload of the, the, the shit I, of summer that we were, well, not necessarily last year, but just everything it just gave me something to look forward to and then like right after we went to wild i went to cape may so that was just fantastic just to have something to look forward to because it really gives you a peace of mind to get through you know just the drudgery of you know working or whatever it is so i'm gonna you know a little bit of column a a little bit of column b so i like it i think that's i think that's a, a perfect a perfect bow on it is that everyone has their own experience with the traditions and like we're all saying here is just <sighs> you know, value them, love them, appreciate them and seek them out. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Deep Fried Medicine. My name is Austin DiSavino. I was joined once again by my good friends and co-hosts, Stephen Rudden and Dan Dengovic. We're so happy to have you join us every week. Make sure to stay tuned in the coming weeks for a special holiday episode of Deep Fried Medicine. And as always, please make sure to rate, like, and subscribe to all of our podcasts and all of Polar Media podcast. Thank you once again and have a great weekend.